We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up and welcome to the Uncontested Podcast, coming to you live from Bar K in Oklahoma City after the Thunder beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 108-105 to in what might be the most exciting finish for a Thunder game this season. That's what I've heard. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffin. I've got J.D. Silva with me. Hello. We got Justin Peabody. Hello, everybody. TP is here. Second time's a charm. Second time is the charm. If you are tuning in to the live stream, hope you like the second intro because I'm the only one that hasn't been drinking tonight, yet we completely ruined the start of this podcast. Before we, we got talk, it. Before we talk basketball, we have to give a shout out to Bar K and everyone who came out to the yes. watch party tonight. So this place was awesome. Ton of people showed out. There was lots of drinks. Lots of drinks. You could say that. $5 Thunderitas. $5 Thunderitas will do that to you. Pitchers just apparating in front of me. <laughs> Silva doesn't ask where they come from. They might have been roofied. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We'll see how this pod goes for Silva. <laughs> we gave away a ton of Thunder goodies. We yes. gave away a signed Chet photo. Yes, we did. Which that was, was highly coveted. Yes, highly coveted. Very cool. Tons of people showing out. Uh, it was a wonderful night. Had a blast. Got to pet so many puppos. It was great. What the dog doing? What's the dog doing? You guys yes. seen the video of the girl that just keeps saying, can I pet that dog? Yes. But it's the bear. It's the bear, yeah. That's one of my favorite videos on the internet. <laughs> um, the Thunder. First half of this watch party was awesome. It was. Thunder were cruising. We were having fun. And then they got down 10 in the fourth. And I thought, here we go again. Another Thunder watch, or another uncontested watch party ending in a Thunder loss. We've had bad luck with that. We have. We have. And my God, guys, <laughs> we, we were too invested. I should have like been making video on my phone 
because I think we gave some dogs some PTSD tonight <laughs> with how much people were yelling. They got rowdy. To say the least, it got rowdy. It was fired up in here. Very much so. And even out there at the bar, like it was uh, it was pretty rowdy during that stretch, which was incredibly exciting. It was. We the end of that game was awesome. But let's rewind. Let's talk about this entire thing. Before we do, though, um, we've already shout, give, given Barcade a shout-out multiple times. Um, just watch party night. I think this is third year official yep. watch party. Is That's that right? Correct. Yeah. Three. Yeah, yeah. We've had more than three watch parties, but this is yeah. the third official beginning of the year watch party. I think they've all been the second game of the season. Indeed. Right. First away game or second away game-ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, first one here at Barcade. Mm-hmm. Just... Overall, like, what was your guys' favorite thing from the watch party and being here at Barcade tonight? If I met a lot of, I met a lot of people tonight. That yeah. was they just came up and we're just talking. This is everyone. I'm feeling the excitement that I feel in everyone else that I met here. Yes, I didn't know before. Um, met Luke, who's hanging out over here. Luke is literally Hello, hanging dude. out watching us. Out. Um, you, you guys, yes. know, you guys know the video of the one dude at his like balcony at his hotel. <laughs> That's like DJing, <laughs> yes. and there's the three people in the yes. crowd going, that's Luke yes. for us right now. It's incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, met uh, Peyton. It's just great. The, the crowd that came here all it was a blast. They were all feeling the same excitement that I think we are feeling tonight. It was it was phenomenal all around. I think Justin would call that a tingly in my pringly. I, you I might call it that. You could say that. I might. That's a sounder if we were at <laughs> home. And <laughs> we have to DIY our sounders tonight. <laughs> right. Yeah, I would say the same. Like meeting meeting new people and like hearing like what they like about the pod um, or who they don't like. Taylor, I don't know. <laughs> Multiple people just unsolicited told me how much they hate Taylor. What I didn't want to be rude. Couple and of couple of Nick news. Person to person, say hello to all my. Taylor is a man. Of, Taylor is a man of the people. Thank you. There we go. Couple of Nick strays tonight. Heard that. <laughs> Nick, where are you? Good drinks, there, good food specials, lots of good puppos. Yeah, what'd you guys eat? Uh, chicken. Did the chicken tenders like you guys did? So I did good. chicken tenders. You did chicken tenders. With the Nashville hot sauce. You guys got, got me. I, I thought I about the a... hot chicken sandwich, which which sounded incredible. So but... good. I had a uh, chicken sandwich, like grilled chicken sandwich with avocado and fries, and it was great. It looked amazing. Yeah. A plus. The food was really good. Um, I didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chicken that I had was like incredibly good i was very impressed the fries were great prices were fine i got to try some like nashville hot chicken appetizer that my friend had gotten and some fried ice cream that they had gotten look out my my wife was here and got the uh my wife the pretzel bites oh they were straight gas noted Uh, i I saw somebody they looked incredible (laughs) you can buy food for your dog here too yes you can they have a whole dog menu yep with risotto isn't that right taylor Dog as That's in your friends or your Thank you, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Barkay was an awesome host for us tonight. We had an absolute blast. We may have to get out here again this yeah, season, 100%. guys, yeah. uh, for and another watch party. If you party. don't have a dog, just quick aside. That's right. Uh, like This is an awesome spot to watch college football, it watch is. basketball games, tons of TVs. Like This is a place to be. I'm a, I'm a big fan. You know who does, does have a dog? The Thunder. Cool. Multiple Chet Holmgren. They got that dog in him. They got that dog in him. Let's talk about this game a bit, yes, guys. Please. Thunder win 108 to 105. Just a quick rundown, individual stats real quick, and then we'll kind of talk big theme of the game and, and kind of what we saw from this team. Um, Chet Holmgren ends with 16 points, 13 rebounds, seven, count them, seven blocks. The yeah, man is soliciting buddy. for more blocks on Twitter.com right now. 
<laughs> uh, J-Dub, 14 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, a 4 of 14 night for J-Dub. Not great. Rough. Shea, 34 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists, 5 steals, including the game-sealing one grief. at the end. 5 steals. And free throws. Only two of two from the free throw line. At the line. very end of the game. 15 of 26 from the field, which Unreal. is just absurd. Unreal. Josh Giddy, another uh, another player that had a rough game for the Thunder. 2.6 rebounds, 6 assists. He was 1 of 8 from the field. Looked very frustrated. We'll talk about that. Lou Dort had 25. Gave him a 25 Huge piece. Night. Um, handful of guys played off the bench. Nobody really popped. Uh, except for Kaysen Wallace, who wins with nine points on three of four shooting. The guy is eight of nine on the season. Uh, that goes under the pretty damn good category. That'll do. 100%. <laughs> but That'll the, do. the story of this game is the end. The Thunder go down 10 late in the fourth quarter. Was it 10 or was it nine? 10. I think they went down. I think 10. it was 10. They 10 were down 10, right. yeah, in the fourth. And then who hit the three threes in succession? It was Lou, J Dub, and Chet. Yeah, I yes. think. No, right? it was Shay, J Dub, Chet. Yeah. Yep. Sure. That sounds Shay, right. Shay, J Dub, Chet. <laughs> and then Lou hit the running layup. Yep. Um, Donovan Mitchell hits a big three to. I'm tired uh, of that guy. That was yeah. absurd. Like, <laughs> We, we were talking about this live. Trading uh, punches. Jacob, you and I, like Wiggins was all over Donovan Mitchell for that three-point attempt. It was yeah. great defense. Yeah. Um, it didn't matter. Uh, Shea goes to the free throw line, hits two free throws, and then uh, rips Donnie Mitchell at the end of the game. Doesn't even let uh, Ice it. The, the Cavs get the shot off. Um, I don't know. The, these post games, we try to get like big theme of the game. Justin, what would you say is the big theme of the game tonight? Uh, I loved what I saw from Chet. Game one, you know, I think we were all very excited to watch Chet play basketball, like real basketball for the first time in two years. And it was a little disappointing. I think the matchup had a lot to do with it in game one. Vooch and Drummond, that's a tough go for Chet. Tonight with Jared Allen out, I think was a much more favorable favorable matchup coming into it. And I think we got to see more of what we expected to see from him. I think spreading the floor, getting some of those exciting blocks down low, hitting the threes, it all felt like it was clicking for Chet a little bit better tonight. And if that doesn't whet your Chet appetite, then I don't know what will. Just real quick, speaking on Chet, uh, I mentioned his stat line, which was 16, 13, and 7 blocks. Also had two assists and a steal. Um, his matchup tonight, Evan Mobley? Yep. Uh, 14 points on 5 of 12 shooting, 15 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks. Um, I just I thought Chet clearly outplayed Evan Mobley. 100% agree. Did a really, that's the matchup I was looking forward to the most tonight. And, um, I mean, early on you could tell that like Chet was physically imposing himself. There is a I love I've loved Evan Mobley coming into the draft. I've loved him in the NBA so far. But there is a certain level of like physicality that – that leaves you wanting a little when you watch him, and Chet has that immediately, and you saw it immediately. Lacking a little bit of dog, you'd say? No, I think that's a really great point. No, I agree completely. Evan Mobley like needs to, to come to Barcade. How Chet responds to that matchup was extremely exciting, the way he impacts the game. On Just to your point, Jacob, like you and I talked about this again live, um, like seeing Chet hit that three, that trailing three-point shot and like 
critical during a critical time. I'm sorry. I'm trying to look at you guys. He's leaning away from the mic. There we go. Now I can see you guys. I thought chat impacted the game. Video stream is absolutely terrible. I know it's going to be awful. But I will say something we haven't mentioned yet. Seven blocks is a rookie, a Thunder rookie record for. For a Thunder rookie. Chad Maybe Taylor should have been the one holding his mic. I know. This is really bad. I'm I like think so. Yes. Like... Seven blocks is the, the Thunder rookie record. Um, previously, six blocks held by. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to say it. Held by. Poku. Alexei Pokushevsky. During some dark, dark days, <laughs> yeah. Silva. That's when that happened. I think, I've, I think I've blacked that time in my life that, out. That's probably why I forgot about that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just so many different things from tonight. I, to me, the theme of the game tonight was the end of the game and just the way the Thunder fought back. Yep. I, I felt like the offense was not clicking really mm -hmm. at all. When you look at point totals for this team, um, Dort 25, Holmgren 16, Dub 14, Shea 34, and then it's like two from Giddy, five from Joe, three from Michich, which we'll talk about, nine from Case and Wallace. Like, yep. not much contribution uh, elsewhere throughout the the team. Jang, uh, zero points tonight in 11 minutes. Wiggins, uh, zero points on zero field goal attempts in 11 minutes. Um, Michich only took the one shot in six minutes. Um, just not a lot of help elsewhere, but those guys, including Chet, did some really heavy lifting. But for me, that the end of the game, right? This was a physical game. They were, both teams were going at it, not really getting much of a whistle. And I feel like in past seasons, this is a game the Thunder loses because they exactly. struggle with composure. They struggle with the physicality. They get frustrated as a young team, not getting the whistle. They fought through that adversity tonight. They got down. They kept doing their thing. And to end the game on, what was it, a 15-3 to run, and that three came on that late Donovan Mitchell pull-up, um, to end the game like that is just, to me, that is the epitome of growth. Like If, if you want to talk about growth in this team, exhibit A 100%. in the final four minutes of the game. This is tonight. only game two of the season. Right. Uh, exactly to your point, Jacob, my biggest takeaway was resiliency. To be able to have Dub go be extremely inefficient and Giddy to have a pretty poor offensive game, uh, and how many games does that happen last year that the Thunder actually win? Those two Very went five of twenty-two. Very yeah, yeah, no, that it's doesn't just, happen. And there wasn't a lot of bench contribution. Like game one, for example, a couple of nights ago, we talked about the Thunder setting like a league record, not setting a league record, but they were like one of however many teams to have uh, eight different players, I believe, to hit two. Uh, two three-point shots uh, a piece, and like that was not the case tonight. Yeah, they still pulled it yep. out. And don't get me wrong; I know Cleveland was down two starters. Right, and right. I mentioned Garland not playing. Garland yep, didn't playing. play. Um, Jared Allen didn't play. But Taylor, you just mentioned the lack of bench production. The Thunder, hopefully, in the next week or so, are adding. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jay Will, who started 50 games last year, and Kenrich Williams back to the fold. Um I think they're going to be all right as a bench. Um, also, didn't play Bertans, like some of these older yeah. guys. Yeah, po- Poku still like point. working back up yep. to play. Jay Will's absence, I actually noticed a lot. And I specifically True. noticed it because who was our backup center? <laughs> Usman Jane. Usman Jane. Was Aaron Wiggins. And Aaron, and Aaron Wiggins. Wiggins right? And I could, you could tell watching when Chet was in there, the Cavs played one way, and that way was if they drive, they would drive knowing Chet would be there or they wouldn't yep. drive at all. And then as soon as he left the court, Drive, 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 drive over and over again. Because Donnie was, Mitchell got going yep. as soon as Chet came off yeah. the court because he got yep. to the rim. That was not the best look for Usman. I, did I, don't, I didn't love it. I didn't love no Olivier Saar tonight mm-hmm. compared to yep. the preseason and game one when mm-hmm. we saw a lot of Olivier. thought that was interesting, but I think to your guys' point, that's just Mark trying to get more data on lineups and different lineup. Um, and matchups, right? Matchups, yeah. right. I And I think I agree with you, Silva, like, Jang as a backup center, like I don't know the, that we're there yet. I'm down to get weird with the lineup, but I'm I'm not sold on that one yet. For Agreed. Jang. I think he's he's more of a wing. Uh, you guys know what percent the Thunder shot from three tonight? Ooh. Is it bad? I was going to say like thirty-six <laughs> percent. I, I haven't looked. It's fifty percent. Oh wow. Okay. wow! For the second straight game now, that's it, nuts. That highlights the num the bad thirteen the of twenty six. Josh and Dub. Yeah, right. But, a bunch of- so thirteen and twenty six from three. Something we also talked about live. The Cavs were twelve of forty five, which is horrendous. But the fact that they had what an additional twenty uh-huh. <laughs> three point attempts mm-hmm. is wild. And the the free throw discrepancy: nineteen free throws for the Thunder, twenty three for the Cavs. And four of those 19 came when the Cavs had to foul at the end of the game. True. Yeah. Right. I mean, the refs let them play tonight because the Thunder yeah. repeatedly went to the basket and just did not get foul calls. It's a very right. physical game. There's blood everywhere. Was, I, <laughs> Literally. I don't have this answer. Like, And again, it would take time to like look up. But just hypothetically, when was the last time Shea had only two free throw attempts? In the it's been a while. Right. It's been a while. Yeah. Tough night for the the Shea only scores a lot because of free throws narrative. Yeah, Tough season. The, the, so free, the free throw merchant narrative is uh, is uh-huh. struggling. Highly right ethical now. basketball from Shea tonight. <laughs> um, some other numbers: the Thunder had twenty two assists on forty made baskets. Um, good, not great. Uh, eight steals, ten blocks, seven of which belonged to Chet. Sh- who, crazy. Who did Shea block tonight? He had that one at the rim. Oh yeah, was it Donnie? I were. I think it was Donnie. It might have been Donnie, or it might have been Karis LeVert. But I mean, it was like Lou yeah. sealed him off. And Kaysen. Kaysen, Kaysen sealed him off. I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm being a little Kaysen, spoiled by some the rim protection. Oh, 
I feel yeah. like I'm, I feel like I'm being a little spoiled from the whole rim protection thing right now. In this game specifically, it was like every time a Cavs player would drive, I expected someone to block it. Like I was just surprised that the shot got off cleanly. Yeah. It, and another thing kind of in that same vein of rim protection and Chet, uh, Justin, you and I kind of talked about this a little bit during the game. So if you'll, if you'll touch on it here a little bit, I feel like I'm noticing a lot of Chet, like not really screen, but tag and rolls yep. where the, the lob is there. And it's almost like the Thunder don't know when to throw it. Yep. That's exactly like there were so many times where he's rolling to the basket. All you got to do is put it up there, like either a smaller defender on him or he's got position at the basket and they just don't ever throw it. And it, and it wasn't any one player. It was Giddy. It was Dub. It was Shea. It was Michich. Like everybody that handled the ball tonight missed Chet rolling to the rim. That's one of those things that I think comes with time. And as they start to play together more and as they start to get comfortable having Chet on the floor, I think by the end of the season, you're going to see a lot more of those types of opportunities convert. You're going to see Chet's numbers go up and you're going to see a lot more assists for those guards down in the paint where they can just toss it up to Chet anywhere within 15 feet of the basket and he can go get it. I can't wait. It felt kind of like summer league, how bad they were missing him mm-hmm. Yeah, on the roll. Yes. Um, just looking at Chet's stat line, five of nine from the field, three of four from three. The man is five of seven from three to start the that season. Not bad. Take that, Wimby. Take that. Did the Hashtag Rockets Chet better? Did the Rockets win tonight over no, the Spurs? They lost. Spurs won. Spurs won. Spurs won. Hey, according, Rockets! According Rockets to... lose again. Yikes! According to Ace Moot in the chat, Spurs beat the Rockets. Hey, well, and well, well. Uh oh. <laughs> the it's uh, a lot of money you spent, <laughs> guys. <laughs> the Rockets are gonna give the Thunder another top ten pick. <laughs> It's going to be delightful. It makes me irrationally Pick number happy. six is on the way. Um, okay, Taylor, <laughs> we've kind of hit the big themes of the game. Uh, give me one player, stat, theme, thing you noticed uh, that, that you want to talk about real quick. Didn't notice the 18 turnovers. It was a bit of a sloppy game. Uh, so a lot of turnovers last game, too. Turnovers have been a problem yes. so far. Absolutely. Turnovers and rebounds. Sloppy. Uh, I actually haven't looked at the rebounds stats here. Uh, 55 rebounds to the Cavs 56. So again, without Jared Allen, it was a little more even, I think, for this game. But the big thing for me, turnovers, like you mentioned, Jacob, has kind of been a theme these first two games. Something I really hope that this team tightens up. But also when they're playing in transition, playing as fast as they are, which again is when this team is at their best, I expect some of those to happen. I just hope that's something they can hone in on here with that first, you know, Mark always talks about 20 game sample sizes. Yeah. Over this first 20 games, I really hope they can We're 10% of there. 10% of that 20 games. <laughs> That's wild. Um, yeah, the turnovers have stuck out so far uh, in the season. They're young. They've got time. They're still gelling and, and getting everything together. Yeah. Uh, Silva, another player stat theme um, play, something that you noticed that, that you want to talk about tonight. What's been on my mind the entire time was good teams win the ugly games also. They don't let it slip away. They find some way to string together five to six plays at the end to win it. Even if they played ugly, even if there's some of their best players didn't play up to their usual standards, they find a way to win in the end. And the Thunder did that. Where the Thunder are integrating Chet into the offense. So someone is bound to, I mean, it's possible that someone's going to suffer when that happens, like a giddy or a dub in this case. They missed a lot of shots that I feel like they would normally make, and they. We're able to lock in at the end and, and win. And that's that was my takeaway is that we 
I think our standard our standards as fans are higher for this team this season. And in order for them to deliver upon that, they need to win games like this that are stinky and that are slipping away and they come, they claw back and win. And that was phenomenal to see, especially with the crowd we had. Like that was just great. And and I love to see that type of win early in the season. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is a confidence boosting character building type of type of win. That needed on Sunday that justifies early in the season. Like we can do it. Yeah. Right. We can do it. Um, a bit of the bit of the Goonies tonight, Justin. Never yeah. say die. Never say die. Never say die. Never say die. Right. Yeah. But you're um, right. Like even seeing that um, this early just shows you the progress they made since the last season. I think oh, that's yeah. a great point. Definitely. Um, one thing I think we have to mention that we haven't really dove into yet. Uh, kind of two things I want to talk about. The first one, um, Basa, the facilitator. Yes, Baba gets his first minutes of the season tonight. Plays yep. six minutes. Um, one of one from the field. It was a three pointer that he had shot. Uh, and he made it. He had one assist and two turnovers. Um, but interesting time to, to yeah. dust off yeah. Vasa and get him in the game uh, there in the second quarter. Based off, not second quarter. I'm sorry, second half. Based off Dagnall's pregame comments or shoot-around comments this morning, I didn't think we were going to get to see Michis tonight because he said something like, yeah, I don't know that he'll get in tonight. But basically saying, we're going to cycle guys. It's going to be a bigger sample size than one game but just like we saw last year where you go maybe 10 15 games where you're you're cycling guys in and out you're trying different lineups so if a guy doesn't play for you know five ten games like that's not necessarily a knock on him that's not necessarily he's never going to see the floor again Dignall's just playing around i think those those choices and those experiments get a lot more difficult this year because of who they have on the roster those questions are a lot tougher than they were last year. So a guy like Michich, he's going to get his opportunity. He's going to get a nice long stretch where he can play and show off what he can do. He's also going to go through stretches where he doesn't see the floor at all. And I think that, that that's going to go for a lot of guys. I think there's there's precious few that, that that rule probably doesn't apply to. Well, you mentioned even like that per, are you not expecting him to come in based off uh, Dignall's uh, shoot-around comments before the game, but – I even think about like that first half. We saw Casey Wallace and Usman Jang being the two to come off the bench first. And that was kind of the theme there that first half. We didn't see Michich at all. So for him to come in there, it was the third quarter, right? Or was it? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. No, I think it was third. And so it, it just, it was fascinating. It, it wasn't, it didn't seem like something. It was like, okay, it's time to get Michich in and get him a little burn. It, it very much seemed like Dagnall was looking for a spark there with that second unit. Um, I'm not sure if he found it because to your point, Jacob, to your point, Justin, like he only played six minutes. And so I'm very yeah. curious to see how that looks moving forward again with these different matchups and within this first 20 game sample size. Definitely. And Taylor, you just mentioned the other thing I wanted to talk about. Two games I'm in. So good at this. Two <laughs> games into the season. He's that's, like an elbow. That's two straight games where Casey Wallace is playing a pretty significant yeah. role off the bench. Second most True. bench points. Seventh, or not, I'm sorry, not bench points. He was number one in bench points, number two in bench minutes. Uh, seventh on the team in minutes. He played yeah. 19 tonight. Um, I talked to multiple people tonight that are just like so impressed with Kaysen, not because there are these flashes of like, oh my God, this is the fifth all-star on the team. <laughs> but the floor just feels high. so incredibly high. Like yeah. he comes in, he doesn't press. He doesn't look rattled. He doesn't look like the moment is too big. He's not getting ripped and trying to do too much. He just comes in and he's like, 
you know, whenever you're putting together a puzzle and you get to that last piece mm. and the, the satisfaction of putting that last puzzle piece in the whole thing, you got to do the dad thing. You got to like rub the puzzles and tap it a few times. Like <laughs> we got it all. That's what Kaysen feels like. He's just that last piece that just fits in so smoothly that kind of glues everything together. Yeah. Like the defense is solid. The scoring has kind of blown me away so far, Agreed. to be honest. Um, it's super efficient. Dude, if I was a 19-year-old... <laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> Comment in the chat that made us laugh. It is J.D. Silva, by two, the way. Two letters, not, J.D. Not J.D. Silva. <laughs> J. De Silva. <laughs> um, I got to tell you guys, if I was a 19-year-old playing in the NBA for my first time, that be and, and I'm that'd be badass. And I'm eight of nine from the field so far. Can't tell me nothing. He, he I'm can't. shooting that bitch. I am shooting I that thing every time down the court. You can't tell me anything. <laughs> so for him that just to have the maturity and the awareness. I mean, Taylor, you and I can talk to it personally. Like he is a very soft spoken, kind of reserved kid. Which um, is why I got and somebody mentioned that to me here at the watch party, Jacob. When seeing him chirp at the bench there yeah. in that game one. That was so like out of character. I know. I was I like, who, who is I this guy? Yes. Um, I've just been, I, I feel like Kaysen's kind of been the un, unsung guy. Number 10 overall pick. They traded up to get this dude, but there's so much talent on this team right now oh. that he, he kind of got forgotten over the summer. If this was the number 10 pick last year, yeah. it's a different story. It is, but he's kind of just been forgotten and put to the side a little bit. He's reminding some people, hey, I went 10 for a reason. He's a real rotation piece on this team. Yeah. He's he's been like number one. I feel pretty damn good about my bet that Queso <laughs> was gonna play more minutes than Vasa. Yeah. I'm feeling good about yeah, that. Yeah. Number so two, far, like so good. I don't know if he's gonna see blue time. I don't know if he's going like, down to the G League. He's no. just other rookies been too impactful. Other yeah. rookies that, that we've seen go to the G League have not they did not look as poised as he has this entire. This, I will the two, say the first two games. Two games. Two games. Not a big sample okay. size. Leave me alone, all right. <laughs> I I got, I got to give a, a shout out to our guy Luke over here uh, because he said this to me earlier tonight. We were talking about Kaysen. Um Kaysen's just got a big ass plate of broccoli. All he eats is broccoli. Zero skittles. The man hates skittles. Yeah. I mean, nobody hates skittles. It's it's like I've had those. It's years. so drastic, really. Years. It's so drastic the difference between Kaysen and Trey. Nothing yeah, against I, Trey at all, just their yeah. style, their demeanor. Yeah. Like Trey comes in, he's going to hit you with a double crossover, step back, and pull the three. Yeah. Kaysen's going to come in, box somebody out up to the fifth row, mm -hmm. and then dive on the floor for a loose ball, pick you up full court, yeah. and then move without the ball and just try to make stuff happen. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's they're 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 very very different players. And they're both great in their own right, but Kaysen's just really impressed me so far. Yeah, he's been so good to play. Silva, you even mentioned to me when we were watching that final stretch, or I guess the fourth quarter there, when, when Kaysen was getting burned in a pretty critical time, uh, uh, kind of comparing that to Us going back down to the blue last season. Yeah. And like, if Kaysen is playing this well, you're good. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> tipping it a little bit. Oh my gosh. If, the romance. <laughs> I mean, if Kaysen is playing this well, how, how do you send him down to the blue? And like, how does a player like, me to take away time from my case in Wallace. It probably comes from elsewhere within the lineup. So I agree with what you guys said. Like it, it'd be very hard with this very small sample size of two yep. games to see case and go down and play with the blue, for example, and not be in this lineup mm -hmm. as a, a mainstay. Exactly. But 
Everybody enjoy this feeling now because the Nuggets come to town on Sunday. I, hey, who knows and what we win? Jacob's drinking the Kool Aid tonight. I just, I just want to put on record. Last Sunday, we, we, we kind of forgot. Jacob and we'll had be zero beers before this take. We'll be, we'll be back to being on top of our weekly stuff predictions. Sunday. But our weekly predictions. Uh-huh. Who said two and one last Sunday? Me, Taylor. I, I think I went two and one. No, you, <laughs> no, didn't. you didn't. I didn't. I went one and two. You did. I don't remember Taylor, you going two and one. Yes, I went two and one. Was did Silva go two? Yeah, yeah, I was a pessimist. Taylor was trying to like overcompensate for his normal, normal optimism. optimism. That's fair. So Nick went like zero oh and three, probably. No, Nick uh, went one and two. He did. Um, I think Nick and Taylor went one and two. Two and one's a lock. Which one's a lock? I do like that. There's been That's a significant. nobody guessed three. No, no, no. This first three games has been a gradual. Increase in difficulty. Yeah, like and, then, and then you got Detroit on Monday. <laughs> Ramp up. And they got Detroit on Monday. Detroit hasn't been bad either. No, but they've been solid, and it's a unique matchup. That'll be fun to see. But for sure, I still can't believe a lot of girth out. on that team. Seven <laughs> blocks, girthy. <laughs> I still can't believe Chet got seven blocks too. No. So good after this after if, screaming. If Chet Dude, people come. were getting, I think. So, Silva had a buddy here tonight that I think was a tad, a tad sloshed. Oh, 100%. Not a tad. That's my guy uh, is about to have a baby up. here in two weeks, yeah, and he friend. is living it up until then. Living the dream. My good friend Cody and Sheldon, they, whenever they show up to places like this, they commit fully to the experience, and they added to the volume, I would yes, say. It was did. appreciated. Yeah. They added to yes, the volume in a big way. When Chet hit that trail three, this place went Exploded. nuts. It was awesome. And you know what's crazy? I was in the bathroom for that. <laughs> Was there a TV in the bathroom? No, but I was going. I was going there, and Peyton said, "You're making a mistake. Shouldn't do that." <laughs> as soon as I came out, there it was. Uh, oh man! All right, parting thoughts before we get out of here. Any big picture? This game, the first two games. Um, some anything you need to get off your chest? A bold prediction. You can asterisk it all you want, but the the Thunder beat two legitimate NBA teams. Like the, it's not ca- like the Cavs we, might have home court in the East. This year. Yeah. It's not like they came out and beat two bottom dwellers. Like it's impressive what the Thunder have done in the first two games. And now you can asterisk that with saying it's the first two games, but you can't ask for a better start literally for, to the season. I think there's so much to be excited about so much that we've talked about over the last few months has come to fruition and, and you're seeing what the Thunder are capable of. They're, they're no longer that team that's on the schedule where it's like, oh, whew, we got the Thunder tonight. Like everyone's looking at the schedule being like, <clears throat> like we got to play, play OKC. Tonight. Yeah. Yep. I, I want to piggyback off that just a little and say that even without Jared Allen, without Garland, I think if both those teams played, or sorry, both those players played, I think the outcome's very similar. It's a close game regardless because that's what this team does. They respond, they adapt. Um, I think we're due for some very close games this season, which will be exciting and equally stressful. But regardless, like to your point, Justin, like this team is is certainly taking a step in the right direction, and we have a lot to be excited about this year. Also, shout out everybody who came out. I mean, it just makes for such a fun and awesome experience. Yeah, this this place was packed tonight. We had a lot of people sign up for the the Mm -hmm. Chet signed photo giveaway. Um, It was really cool. Silva, any any last thoughts? Yeah, the Cavs have two guys on their roster that could be cousins of mine by. With their appearance, and that's Max Struess and Ty Jerome. <laughs> I was not sure where that was going. Think about it. I would it. agree. It, it was cool Think to see. Cool it. to see Ty. Cool to see Ty. Shay was chatting it up with Ty after the game. Yep, he was. Um, also, I love Thunder basketball. That's my Thunder take. I love it. Um, we love everybody who came out tonight to the watch party. Um, we just we had an absolute blast. This is there's 
three major things on the calendar that I look forward to for this podcast every year. Summer League, the Bets podcast, and the annual watch party. And all three have just been phenomenal this year. Uh, so thank you, everyone, who came out tonight. Shout out to Barkay for hosting us, um, for reaching out and having us come out here. Uh, the, the space is awesome. The food was awesome. The vibe was awesome. Uh, just a, a great night all around. And they were joking with us afterwards. They're like, we desperately wanted the Thunder to win, so you guys would want to come back. <laughs> um, what, what a hell of a way for the watch yep. party to go. Uh, with everybody getting fired up there at the end. People were trying to get the uncontested to buy shots if the Thunder won. Yes, I was like, they were. Buddy, we ain't got that much money in the account, all right? No. Um, and then thank you guys, year. everyone in the stream, yes. everyone on YouTube. Um, I think it's okay that, that we go a little behind the curtain here. Uh, Justin, I think the post game after the Bulls. Yes. Number one viewed post game by the uncontested on YouTube all time. Yeah, not too bad. Not so today. good start to the season. That's that's freaking awesome. That goes out to all of you guys. Yep. So thank you so much. If you haven't already, make sure you sub to the YouTube channel, uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcast from, follow us on all of our social media channels. We will be back Sunday after the Thunder take on the reigning champ Denver Nuggets. Uh, you thought Chet had it hard with Vooch <laughs> and then Evan Mobley. Well, uh, the MVP and Finals MVP. Uh, is coming to town. Clearly, that's why they've been taking it easy with Pokus. One, ah, that's that's why I like to hear some Serb on Serb action. I like it. Weapon X. <laughs> we will be back with you guys Sunday night, 9 p.m. as normal. You guys enjoy the Denver game. We will chat soon. Until then, and as always, thunder up.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.